is Amanda. And this is Chris. And this is Vocal Perspective. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to introduce our guest this week. She is coming to us live from sunny California. I'm a little jealous of her tank top gear down there. (laughs) We're buried in snow up here. I love snow, so I'm not upset about that. I am freezing, though. I would much prefer to be warm. So welcome, Zoe DeAndre. It is so exciting to have you with us. How are you doing? I'm doing really, really great. I'm very, very excited to be here again sunny California feeling great and warm. Uh, no offense to that, but yeah, it's, I'm doing well. Excellent. Awesome. So we always start with, so for anyone that doesn't know your name yet, first of all, get with it. Write it we're down. Gonna, we're going to teach you right now because you might be young, but you've already accomplished quite a bit. So let's start at the beginning and talk about how you got into acapella. What drew you in? Because you've had this pretty fast introduction to the, the whole world. Yeah, I started acapella when I was in high school because my sister started and I was introduced to it through Acapella Academy, which is uh, an acapella camp and it's run by Ben Bram, Avi Kaplan and Rob Dietz. And so I ended up going there because Ben Bram reached out to my sister, saw a video of her and was like, um, gee, you'd be great for this camp. So she was like, great. She went, enjoyed it so much. And I was like, of course, so jealous. The younger sister, I was like, oh my gosh, that looks so much fun. So then I applied the next year and I got in and I just had a blast. I had been to camps before, but it wasn't specifically for music. And I like saw people who had that camp feeling, you know, oh, like summer camp, whatever. But I never got that. And then I got to Oakville Academy. And I was like, oh <laughs> my God, this is my place. I was going to say, for those of us who have not been to Acapella Academy. Is it about a week long? Is it more than a week? What, what Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, it's more than a week long. It's about 10 days, I think. And you apply, you audition. And before you get to camp, they put you into separate acapella groups based on your style, your range, whatever. And you get placed with different, just big names in acapella who are going to be your group directors. It's so awesome, super fun. And Sweet. in the week that you get there, you learn a whole set of music and you take classes. It's like going to a musical academy for like 10 days. That sounds amazing. It it's was like a master oh. class on steroids. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's and the Hogwarts day. of acapella. Yes. They call oh, it the Hogwarts it. of acapella. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and at the end of the week, you do a big showcase and it's very, very super duper fun. And I got to know a lot of the people. networking I bet I bet is a huge event this event I bet you can meet so many people that you would never like-minded you know they're like-minded but you'd never meet them if you know they're because they're coming from all around the world and the yeah. country right yeah my first is this an international thing yeah yes there yeah. are people from all over one person was from Egypt one from Singapore like there's so oh. many people you which is also such an amazing aspect of this is that you're right and some of these people I never would have interacted with or from across the world but now I've created such cool connections with all these people and from those connections getting to know Rob Dietz after one of our years of camp emailed asking a couple people around the LA area if we wanted to do academy all year long kind of in an acapella group that he was going to run for high schoolers and I was like uh yeah I think I'll that <laughs> and it ended up being a group of seven people at the beginning and they are now all 
my best friends ever. It's like really pretty insane. So I was in that group. That's kind of also how I went forward in acapella. We did a bunch of competitions, just like super fun. And from there, I was like, oh gosh, now I need to be in the SoCal vocals, which is- uh, As I say, at this point, you're just, you're in high school, right? You're getting ready to graduate (laughs) and decide what you're, where you're going to go for college. And now you- I mean, if there was ever a case study for like a school recruiting an acapella person, I think that would be you. 100%. (laughs) Yeah. And you were telling us earlier, are you originally from upstate New York? Is that what I heard? Yes. I'm originally from Saratoga Springs, upstate New York. I went to high school in Santa Monica. So you from upstate New York, went to Cal, moved to California. Okay. Now you're in California, getting ready to figure out where you're going to go. And how jealous am I of you that SoCal was one of your choices? So do tell us if I know anything about acapella, it's SoCal vocals. Like I, I got indoctrinated when I was up working ICCA finals a few years ago. So I got to meet some really awesome people. Tell us more. The people in vocals are amazing. I first met them because, again, my sister. My sister kind of paved the way in music for me a lot. I think I hopped on the acapella bandwagon sooner than she did. So I was more acapella in high school. But she is just like, I mean, she's an incredible musician. She does all this. So she went to USC and she was in the vocals and she was the music director and she's whatever. She's awesome. And so I was like, I guess I just have to do that. I guess I copy her. But I originally wanted to do musical theater, which to me went along really well with acapella. Acapella was a great outlet for me through high school to when I wasn't doing a show or like during the weeks I wasn't having rehearsal, a really awesome way to be expressive in music and not feel confined to, you know, I mean, it seems really cliche and like cheesy for people to be like without instruments and whatever, it's just your voice, but acapella is not copying in the sounds of instruments to create the same song. It's a completely different genre and doing that acapella is just such a cool artistic outlet so it kind of bridged for me musical theater and pop which were two things that were competing really difficultly in my head I was like I want to be doing theater but I love doing pop so acapella has been just this really great middleman for me and that's also a big reason why I wanted to do it in college is because I ended up going into pop music and I was like well I have to have this supplement of freeness of emoting on stage or whatever, which I totally should and can do in pop, but it's just very different. Yeah. So the SoCal vocals have this immense history of success, but also just the way that everyone sings together. There's something special. So, you know, now that you're in it, what do you think? I mean, you've seen quite a few different groups and you've been in very successful groups in the past. I think, yeah, groups I've been in in the past have had certain strengths that make them really special in Legacy, which was the group I was in in high school that I competed with. It was a lot of love. The feeling was love. And when we got on stage, the first time we ever performed in front of people, we talked with Rob, we had a discussion, we said, what do you want to get on stage and show people? And the consensus was we were all in sophomore year of high school. We said, we want to show people that we love each other when we get on stage. We want to show how much we love singing together and how much we love each other. And that carried through to the end of that group with me. It was all about love. And that's what I think made it so special. And in this group, we love each other. It's so amazing. But you're right. It is very different. And I think as much as it sounds annoying, it's just making sure that the bottom line is having fun. For me, I think that's what I've gathered from being in this this group so far is that when you get to college, you have a lot to do. Everybody's in different majors. Not everybody's a music major or whatever. But then when we get back together, we have a house, basically like a frat or a sorority. And when you come in here, 
it's just different than, you know, a high school group or just a group. You're in this house, you're a family. It's like you're in a sorority or frat, like the same way that you would do that. And it's all about having fun once you get here and singing together to have fun. And, you know, we party, we party all the time and past groups now since Corona, we can't do it. But past groups were all about throwing big parties on the weekends and just like having everybody over. And so the vibe is a lot more just like chill out, have fun. And that's going to lead us if we're having fun doing it, it's going to lead us to sound great. But that's also like our version of the group. And there are a lot of other versions that treat things differently. That just, no, I just think it sounds amazing because, you know, you could go two ways with that. You could have gone like, oh, in high school, we were all about love. And then we got in college and we're like, we love each other, but it's time to work. But you didn't. You kind of went to a different place for me. And I was excited to hear that you went to a place of you kind of expect everybody to be on top of their game because you're in college. You made this group. You're committed to us. We live together like this is our thing. And we don't have to ask you to be responsible anymore. As you know, we just ask you to be committed. You've taken the level of being a musician and responsible to, oh, my gosh, we're going to be committed to each other. And I don't know if very many groups, especially in my world of acapella and barbershop acapella, talk about you know, they talk about it being a marriage, but I don't know if they live it. And, and marriage, I'm throwing that word out there. You know, it's I'm just talking about being committed to your members of your group. You have to be committed. And that next step being able to and that takes a lot of trust. So I think it's cool to hear that there are college students doing this because I know somebody who used to be in the vocals. They're no longer in the vocals. But like once you're in, you've learned lessons from them for life. And it's weird. It's like once you're in, right, you're always in. And so like everybody I've ever talked to that used to be in SoCal vocals, it's like, oh, I'm still in SoCal vocals. Oh, absolutely. I'm just not an active member. I'm like, psh, hold on. That is one of the most, thank you for saying that because I really forgot that is one of the most exciting and crazy things to me about vocals that is specific to vocals is the alumni community is so vast and so committed and so like available and wants to also be working with other vocals wants to be working with it's really amazing my sister got a gig from somebody else in vocals from an alumni who we texted said we need uh, some singers to sing on this to sing on this track can anybody come and she said yeah sure and she showed up and it was i think i finally found my hallelujah you know that song and Grammar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she's, it's her and one other vocal singing on that song with Andy Grammer and his wife too. Ah. She showed up and she said she had an amazing session. And I also got a gig singing on Brooklyn Nine Nine from the vocal alumni situation. <laughs> it's the network for gigs for all of that is really awesome, but also for support and for talking and for figuring out what to do with the group and all of that. All of their contacts are on a page. We have every single alumni's contact. So we can always be asking them for help and stuff in times like this, where the group is at a kind of a weird crossroads where nothing is happening, but still things need to be happening in order for us to keep going. And like, now more than ever, we're calling upon all of these alumni to kind of help fill in the blanks with what to do because we have no idea. And that's really, really cool and unique about Bookhouse. I love. I mean, so many talented people like have come out of there so successful, like movies, TV, studio artists, Broadway. Like it's nice to hear that you all are supporting each other and take that talent to the next level. So, and that it's not what, just the uh, name drop, right, Amanda? You know, right. like so many times, like so many times it like just becomes like, oh, I just want to drop the name. You know, no, these people live it, then they can they're continuing to live it. Sorry, I cut you off there. I just got all very passionate. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean 
speaking of this year, that's just weird. I mean, you guys are all still in the house together. What are you doing with your time since there is no ICCA? There's no real concerts. There's not much of anything happening right now. Yeah, we're doing a lot of virtual stuff. So we're trying to record and get videos and sounds and put as much stuff out as we can, really. But it is it is super difficult because not all of us are here. There are like 10 of us here. And then also we're in the middle of doing like virtual auditions, which is so new and so weird, you know, <laughs> like not being able to interact with the person, get to know them is new. So we're not doing much right now. But what we are doing is trying to build a strong foundation to be able to keep going after this. So for someone, I mean, I was kind of half joking about schools now recruiting good singers, but for someone that is really into acapella and really in tune with the world, SoCal Vocals is a big dream. What kind of person does the group look for? The group is very open to everything, but also definitely very specific about wanting this to be a comfortable family and wanting everybody to feel good and and feel comfortable coming into the house and stuff. So definitely we look at during callbacks and auditions being like how much we vibe with somebody. And if somebody's like, I don't know, if somebody's a bully or really mean, we take that into account when we're deciding and stuff. But we're always just looking for people who love to sing. It's just it. And that's always been it for me because I know people who are really famous for something else and who get nothing from singing, but just love it so much that they're going to do it all the time and it doesn't matter. And that is really special to me because you have people who are pre-law, pre-med, like people who are just spending hours and hours doing something (laughs) else, but then they come here for two hours at night because they love it so much. And that's bigger than any like, oh, well, I'm in music, so I guess I do this. That so I almost like better people who are not just by default, I'm going to do this music group, somebody who's a business major. I think that that's my favorite thing is like, now I know that you want to be here. Right. So like the backflips and the break dancing, not totally required to be part of the group. No. In fact, I couldn't do a single dance move if you asked. I mean, maybe that would actually be such a huge thing. Like, I mean, maybe you're the backflipping lawyer that you're ready to join SoCal class. I mean, it might be the perfect fit. It might be the perfect fit. Well, I mean, I, I say that joking, but I think some people see like, like when you do utilize your talents and you've got plenty of weird variety of talents in the yes. group that people are like, oh, well, we have to do backflips now. We have to break dance. We yes. have to do that. And I'm like, well, no, you don't. No, no. <laughs> no. Please don't unless you it's really something that comes naturally to you. And uh, I mean, and from a judging perspective, I've judged actually more acapella contests than I have barbershop contests, which I think is weird. But I can almost pick the trend that's going to happen for the next year. I can be like, oh, we're going to see concentric circles a lot next year (laughs) or oh the starburst is coming back we're now forming letters on rise so that's in our world right yeah like yeah exactly so i wanted to you guys are usually the trendsetters and everyone else tries to be the socal vocals and you're like no 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 try to be you (laughs) yes the group is very good at knowing what each member has to give and being able to utilize that absolutely and i love that she said bullies were not invited amanda because In this crazy new world that we live in, there is such a mad digital footprint. So (laughs) I encourage everybody to remember colleges are watching and um, you can start now, 12 year olds. Yes. (laughs) So while SoCal Vocals is on like this 
not a hiatus, but kind of toned down for a while. You've also been doing other things that usually people don't do until well after they've graduated. So tell us a little bit about the professional world that you've been dipping your toe into. Yeah, I have been dipping my toe into the the professional world a little, and I've been doing some voice acting, which is something that I was referred to through acapella, which is just amazing, of course, and ended up being one of my favorite experiences ever. I got to work with some really cool people who at first I got the gig and it was just a demo. And I was like, okay, I'm supposed to go in and record this demo, whatever. And then I leave finding out that the person I was recording the demo for is sending is sending this recording to DreamWorks and Netflix to see if I'm going to be good for this new Netflix show they're doing. And I was like, oh yes, actually, yes. I think that would sound perfect. <laughs> <laughs> And then I I got the email. Let me get my people on that. Okay, we'll look into it. Let me see if that contract works for me. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. And 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 they're like, slow down, Zoe. We're just talking about sending it there. (laughs) Exactly. I said, oh, my God, it's so funny. I'll be ready for the red carpet when? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, But it was amazing. I got to go in for sessions like every week, every other week. And I was recording just these random snippets of songs that were like about dogs and balls and chickens and it just such random stuff and I had no idea what the show was going to be about really so I'm just like having so much fun <laughs> these these crazy insane little jingles and then when it finally came out I got to see I got to watch it came out on Netflix and it's called Go Dog Go and I got to just sit there and watch and go oh now the song about the the blimp that it doesn't work now that that's <laughs> So that was really, really a cool thing that I got to do during quarantine, just like this voice acting, a whole world that I didn't know really was at my disposal. I didn't even know I had access to this world, but through acapella, which only makes sense now that I think about it, I got to do this super, super dope gig. Well, for anyone with young children that has not seen this show yet, it's a huge hit for anyone that I've I've heard. And now I'm like telling all of my, my child's a little old for it. He's 11. But I guess there's seven and nine. We're going to go watch Go Dog Go. I don't care. I don't care how old they are. We're going to go watch it. I got to see about this blimp. I'm intrigued. Oh, you got to see what happens. You really do. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot. But I have a question for Zoe. Did you know that Netflix used to come on a DVD okay, in I the actually, mail? I actually only knew that for maybe a year of my life. Like that only existed <laughs> in my life for maybe a year. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> reminded me of that. And I started worrying about myself. (laughs) I was like, I thought AOL only came on CD-ROM. No, Netflix, you like curated your list. I forgot about it. You like curated your list and they sent you special DVDs. Yep. And when you sent one back, you got another one in the mail. Netflix killed Blockbuster that way. And now Netflix killed Netflix by just... (laughs) I felt like Netflix became Redbox and then like they killed themselves or something crazy. But yep. Congratulations. I can't wait. That's going to be so exciting to tell my kids that I know somebody on Netflix. That's even better than telling them that somebody's like in a movie or in the Super Bowl or works at the White House. It's like if they're on Netflix, they've made it. Yeah. Or YouTube. YouTube's the next one. Yeah. If you, I mean, if I yes. can show if them you, you can on get YouTube, on YouTube, it's over. <laughs> Mic drop. And acapella so, people, we've been putting ourselves on YouTube forever. Yeah. Nobody's uh-huh. watching, and then now YouTube's the place to be. YouTube's yeah, the place totally. to be nowadays. So I mean, you still have a little bit longer left in school. Yes. How much longer are you in? I'm a junior in second semester right now and so I have one more year but with the like weird COVID stuff 
the program that I'm in has kind of been postponed pretty much a full year. I was going to say, did they do juries this year? Did you guys even do that? We did as much as we could. And like we did do juries, but it just didn't really matter as much. You know, that they get to yeah. open yep. Zoom and there's not much yep. in music school. It's There's just not much you can actually do except for the academic classes like theory and possibly oral skills. Like those are really the only ones that you're going to be able to communicate well over Zoom. So it's tough. But yeah, we did as much as we could in music school. So once you are finished, and presumably by the time you're finished school, we'll be back doing life more normally. Yes. What are you hoping to do when you graduate? My goal dream thing right now is to do musical theater after college. That's always been the dream for me and my choice to do pop in college had a lot to do with the location that I was at and the people that I already knew here and the community that I knew I would already have in this area but the passion for musical theater has never changed for me so that that's what I plan on doing afterwards while also still trying to pursue music by itself but I really want to do like TV, film, theater, all of that. I want to do everything, but mostly focus on <laughs> focus on theater after school. Yeah, explain to me a little bit. Is pop like an actual like major at your school or like a concentration? It's one of a kind at USC. It's really, really cool. The major is popular music. It's like a performance major. So popular music performance. I think with like the focus of my focus is voice and yeah. there are songwriting, voice, and then there's every instrument, you know, in a class classic pop band and we're split up into bands in the same way that we do at Acapella Academy. Very funny. We're split up into bands and we have to learn pieces every week. It's like what you would think camp rock is like, really. It's very, very <laughs> Can I go back to college, Amanda? Am I, I allowed? Like, can I start I, over? Like, this is crazy. I had to pick like classical or like classical or saxophone <laughs> or classical. Like, I mean, like I didn't really, I mean, I really didn't have a choice. They're like, you can do classical and kind of other things you know like they'd be like well you like dabble in some stuff like maybe you can do contemporary yeah oh no my classical voice teacher in college she was like so where else do you sing and I was like well the choir didn't quite work out for me but I sing in an acapella group and we sing pop music and she goes okay so what kind what songs and you know it wasn't like I was singing on the radio now my solo that year was it's raining men because of course it was and she was like oh I've never heard that song before and I was like <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But yeah, so that was my college music. But, you know, in a couple of years, if, you know, Chris and I are walking through Times Square, which of those banners are we going to see your name on? My dream role, I guess is what you could call that, would be Next to Normal, is the show that I would want my name to be on the marquee of. I, have you guys seen that show? Or I've heard of it. I've, I've heard the music. I've not seen it live. I mean, I, I can't remember the last time I saw a show live. I mean, <laughs> the story of my life is that I know the music of every Broadway show, and I have seen two on Broadway and two off Broadway, because I'm the worst. But you know, but that was like my goal. I'm like, I'm going to go to more shows and I was going to go to Wicked. I was going to go to this and then everything shut down. So maybe when they reopen, we'll go back. We'll go watch Zoe. Yeah, <laughs> you'll come see me in Next Normal. I tell everybody, you know, everybody's like, oh my gosh, theater's dead. And I say, nope, it's not because there is always going to be a theater 
and there are always going to be performers and there are always going to be patrons. And no matter when, if anything, I think theater and live music and acapella and, and it's going to just boom bigger and people are going to find more ways and more venues because everybody is going to be so excited and so thirsty for it. I'm sad for my performers who were in their prime and they were in the they were just right in the thick of it. I hope that for them, they haven't walked away and said, you know, that was my shot. But I'm not worried about the art itself. I'm not worried about theaters in general. I'm just the only people I would You'll be, be coming out yeah. of school right when everything's picking back up. So hopefully, exactly. hopefully it'll actually work out nicely for you. I'd give anything if my kid could be in college during a pandemic. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So he can watch them. <laughs> so I know I don't worry about him. <laughs> I love that. Okay, the world is dying from this random virus, but I, I will worry less if my kid stays home. I'll kid in their room. I know. I don't want him to go during pandemic, but I mean, that would be, I would, I'm crying over here because no, I don't believe that. But like, cause I want him out. I want out of this pandemic so bad. I'm actually saying that thinking, no, I wouldn't do that. I can't even stand my elementary school kids home, but at least you're encouraged to wear a mask and be careful. And like, I mean, it could be worse. So Zoe, if people want to learn more about anything that you're doing, yes. is there a place they can find out more? Yeah. I mean, I post on my social medias a lot. That's kind of where all of my information goes. But my Instagram is just my name, Zoe D'Andre. And I do actually have YouTube videos, but I gotta say, I do not know what is on it. So <laughs> you could enter and there could be some like music video from when I was 11. And then there could also be like a video of me actually singing I'm something. I'm going to YouTube right now. I know, I know that I have an old Agapella Academy audition video on there. Nice. Everybody sends me to make fun of me. And I'm like, I know, I know it's on there. <laughs> See, this is what makes me a little bit glad that YouTube came out when I was 25. And Facebook came out shortly after I graduated from college. So I'm like, cool, I'm good. This is we're oh, fine. Girlfriend, there's a 2018 <laughs> National Young Arts Theater uh, oh. thing. You and Henry Thrasher. Looks pretty yeah. promising. This looks really, I mean, there's some promising. You are, you're a sensation. I'm excited. I can't <laughs> wait. To, I can't wait to see where you go. It's yes, because you know what? No one cheers harder for acapella people who, who make it in something connected to or not, not even connected to acapella, but the acapella community definitely claims you as our own and we will yeah. cheer you on like Sarah Bareilles and Kelly Jekyll and Ben Bram and we will, and even Pentatonics. I mean, they're still doing acapella, but we, we claim Avi and Bar shop because he's like saying a tag or something we're like he's ours like i don't know like it's he, he teaches tags at camp all the time exactly like so we're like we claim him we claim dick van dyke we claim all these people all right well zoe we are out of time which always sucks maybe chris we might have to change this to don't an hour you. show because don't every don't. time we're like oh man we're out of time man chris you talk so much <laughs> but zoe thank you so much for joining us today see you next tuesday see you next tuesday